Well, thank you, Brad and Terry and music folks, especially all of our young people that are helping with service this morning. Let's give it up for our young people again for that beautiful music. There's more music to come from them. So it's so exciting, so energizing. We are doing a series on victorious living. How many people like to win out there? How many people like to be victorious in life? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's so important, especially when it's about the right things. And the book of Ephesians is about that. And so we continue in our series. And this morning we are in chapter 1, verses 15 through 23, plugged into the power. So you guys can come down here as close as you want to. Want to. Uh, For this reason, Paul writes to the church at Ephesus, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all people, I've not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know God better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance to all holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. The power, that power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the age to come. And God placed all things under Christ's feet and appointed him to be head of everything in the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. May the Lord bless his word to our hearts and minds this morning. Well, we had a great week. Stellar. Again, what is the theme from that? Yeah, you got it. How many people got their rocket lights here? Oh, can I see those? Man, aren't those the coolest? They didn't give me one. Can I borrow yours? Can I borrow it? I'll give it back, I promise. Wow, I, I really like this cool light. How many adults would like a little rocket light? Yeah, Terry, you didn't get enough, did you? <laughs> Great to see we got a, like a, over 30 young people up here, which is so very, very cool. Good to have the adults here too, of course. And, uh, and the thing I, I like about this light, I, I, people have done all kinds of things with the light. They put it in their ear. You know, it didn't shine all the way through. Um, didn't know what they were thinking of that. Or in their mouth, I could do that, but it kind of lights up your mouth. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, good demonstration. <laughs> but, uh, and you got to light lights. In fact, uh, the other night, how many people lost their power from all the lightning and the storms? No, no people. Some people did. Yeah, yeah. We lost the power, which means we also lost the internet. TV, all that sort of thing, right? So, but uh, it's interesting. You never appreciate light until the power goes out, right? So, what is the secret to this? You know, if we turn, if we turn the power off on this, what happens? Light goes out, right? That's no good, right? I mean, it's a cool rocket, right? But we need the power. When we turn the power on, the light comes on, right? And so, the secret to that. Thank you so much for letting me use that. And great to have all of you up here. The secret to that is to stay plugged into the power. And really, that's the theme of what Paul is writing about this morning to the church in Ephesus, to stay plugged into the power. And I'd like to reflect on that for a few moments. And you may recall that Paul visited Ephesus on his second and later on his third missionary journey. And how remember what happened when Paul was there the first time and how the church got started? It was a riot. <laughs> God can use everything. It was a riot. 
Yeah, they were sort of opposing some of the cultural things of the day and uh, hurting some of the business people. So a guy named Demetrius got everybody excited and uh, started shouting things. And then, of all people, the courtyard, the courthouse clerk comes out and settles everybody down and says, listen, if you have any charges to press, then charge them, right? But otherwise, get out of here. I'm tired of this, right? And then listen to the clerk. And God can use amazing people. He wasn't a, a person of faith. Maybe he came to faith later. But in that moment, he wasn't a person of faith. And God uses people everywhere and every place and you never know where where things are going to happen in amazing ways and then i said that one of the things that when paul writes to the church at ephesus later paul's writing from prison paul isn't sailing another another town or anything paul's in a roman prison and and yet he writes this great letter of encouragement which is about the theme is victorious Christian living, victorious living, and so such great, and of course the church in Ephesus is, uh, is undergoing persecution. This is one of Paul's most victorious, some people think it's the most victorious of all of his letters. Some people call it the, the, uh, the prince or the queen of uh, all Paul's epistles or Paul's letters and so many things. And I said last week that there's a great book out on, on managing transitions by William Bridges, who says that we all go through transitions in life, and, uh, and some are good and some are bad, but we can make it through those if we have four things, right? I don't know if you remember those, but a purpose, a picture, some sort of visual image, a plan, able to get us from here to there, and all of us have a part to play. And everybody works together on that plan that we can do amazing things. And in the church, too, and in life, in our individual's lives. But I said there's something that we have as Christians that we add to that, and that's power. We have God's power. And how do we have God's power? Through the Holy Spirit, right? And we talk about the Holy Spirit, uh, God's power in us to enlighten us, to encourage us, and to empower us in all things, right? So if you turn off your light, it's not much good if you disconnect from the power. But we as Christians can get plugged into the power. And you know, I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes, when you face the challenges and adversity that we have in life, maybe it's just the life is getting tired or maybe you've lost a loved one and that has you down or you're facing a sickness or illness, financial challenges, whatever it is, relationship challenges. Sometimes we just try to do it on our own. Anyone like me, you just try to do it on your own. But Paul is saying that we can, we can get plugged into the power. And one of the things he says about the church who's heard about in prison is that they're famous. And what are they famous for? Are they famous for the size of being a megachurch? No. Are they famous for their artwork or stained glass windows? Nope, nope, nope. What are they famous for? They're famous for love and faith. They're famous for faith and love. And Paul writes it in that first thing, the first verse of 15. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in Lord Jesus Christ and your love for all God's people, and I would challenge all of us that that's what we need to be famous for. So many times we're thinking about all the other things, all the superficial things. But if you and I are famous for love and faith, then amazing things can happen. But Paul is saying, in order to do that, in order to do even greater things, then we need to be plugged into the power. And I want to just challenge you this morning as we walk through this. Paul's saying that know God's wisdom and revelation, which isn't secret stuff. It's just you know wisdom, which is experience. But Paul goes through some things, and, and I think it's just amazing because he says this. He's praying this. He's saying that they be enlightened. But this is what he says, that they <clears throat> be enlightened, that you may know the hope to which he called you, the riches of God's holiest people. Those aren't riches. It's riches in faith and love. 
And here is the secret about being plugged into the power and is incomparably great power for us to believe. So incomparably great is kind of one word which is which megatos, right? And uh, I don't know if you're out there, but my daughter never feels like the summer is quite right without a shark movie. So uh, last year, <laughs> I think they're promising the new, uh, what is it, Meg, Meg, Megadon, Mega Shark, whatever movie's coming out. So like for me, like the Jaws shark, 20 feet long, I'm good with that. You know, that's enough shark for me. But this is like three times that big. It's mega big, right? And so Paul is this, this is the mega power, and that power is dunamis. Then we get the word, the word dynamite from, or, or, or dynamic, or dynamo, the big uh, turbines that run in falls and, and uh, the wind turbines or what have you. And Paul's saying that's the kind of power. You have mega dunamis power, and that is to love, right? And he says the same power, uh, that is the same power as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly homes. So not only do you have mega dunamis, but mighty strength, Basically is energy, energies is the word, and then Krakaton. So I don't know if you know, if you're ancient history, but the greatest volcano of all time basically was Krakatoa. I see my history people out there. Krakatoa, man, that was big. I forget how many times though, uh, sound went around the, the world, but that's the biggest one. And Paul's using that. These people would have known about Krakatoa even more than we would. And Paul's saying that's the kind of power that we have. Now that power isn't to push other people down, it's to lift other people up in faith and love in Christ. And so many times we try to do it on our own, we get cut off from the power, and Paul's saying, listen, tap into that power. Jesus says this, I'm gonna just do a little summary of what Brad was reading there. Jesus said, abide in me as I abide in you, just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them will bear much fruit. So we need to stay connected. Jesus is using that imagery. And um, some time ago, we were having a party at my house, and actually the house that I before I have now. And uh, I had this beautiful rhododendron bush that I was so proud of. It was, had all these blossoms on it. And people were always telling me, you know, you can't grow, grow rhododendrons around here. I said, yes, you can. You just got to take care of them a little bit more. But anyway, and so I was mowing the lawn, and I wanted to get really trimmed close to the rhododendron, and uh, <laughs> I got too close, and I broke one of the big branches. And it was the big branch with all the best flowers on it. So I decided what I was going to do was to, to uh, you know, uh, all you agriculture people, I was going to duct tape it. So I was just going to wrap the duct tape around the, <laughs> I know, I know, I, I just needed to last to the party, you know, so it looked good. But so I, I duct taped it with this gray duct tape and try to, you know, so the duct tape wouldn't show. And, and you know what? It turned out fine for the party, but you know what it looked like the following week? It was dead. <laughs> Flowers gone, leaves are wilted. You know why that was? It was cut off from the source of life, which is the roots. And Jesus is saying that we need to stay plugged into his energy, his power the same way. The roots that are faith in Christ. And Paul's using the same kind of imagery in a different way, right? With this kind of electric sort of thing and uh, this imagery. And so where are you today about being plugged into the power? And we said about, you know, we need, all need a, a purpose in life. We all have gifts and talents, right? Uh, to be part of the, the picture and part of the plan. 
But if you try to do it on yourself, you're going to find at some point, you might do that for a while, but you're going to find when you face adversity and difficulty. How many of my young people out there, adversity and difficulty at school, in the summer, I don't know, on the playground, wherever, wherever you, library, wherever it is, some of us, I don't care how old you are or how young you are, there's going to be a moment in life where you need to lean into someone else's strength. We all have friends, good Christian friends, and that's important. But Paul is saying we can lean into the strength and grace of Christ. And when we mess things up, which we all make some mistakes in life, God is there to forgive us and to re-empower us in a way that gives us a new vision and a new fresh start in life. And, uh, and that is so, so important in life. How many people remember what the three things again are for the Holy Spirit? To encourage, to enlighten, and to empower. What of those three do you need more of? Whatever it is, whatever it is then if we're plugged into the power of the Holy Spirit, then amazing things can happen. And there's lots of ways that can happen. We read God's word, right? We hear those stories that we did this week, and we sing. That empowers us. Oh, the energy from you young people. My gosh. Can, how many older folks out there can learn a little bit from the young people on a little bit of energy? And I don't know if some of you have it, but they're just like, man, jumping around. And it's okay, by the way, I read that from Psalm 150. Do you notice the word dance is in there? Oh my gosh. So you're allowed to move a little bit, some of you older folks. I know you move other places, so you don't have to, but you're, you will be okay if you do, right? But I mean, the energy that these young people have and the hand motions and all that, but the most thing is to just get centered that way. And what's another way that's probably the most powerful? And sometimes we only do it when things are really bad. Pray pray, right? We prayed every night, but you don't need the pastor or Terry or anyone else to lead you in prayer. You can do that anytime. It's great when we pray together, but when we pray, amazing things can happen. In fact, there's a leadership guru by the name of Mac, John Maxwell, who people read his leadership, and he says, and I think it's a great imagery, that prayer is the detonator that will ignite a revival in our church today. A new revival, like old-time revival. Sometimes we think about, we look in the past and everything, but he's saying, prayer's that detonator. We think it's a program, or we think it's this new thing, or that new thing. No, it's prayer. And all of us can pray. And we all pray together, amazing things can happen. Amazing things can happen. Just like you got one little light there in a rocket, but when we use all those lights together, it's just amazing. And so I challenge all of us to think about where we are in life and our purpose, right? And the picture, the big kind of picture that you have, that we all have a, maybe a plan on how we're doing over the next three to five years. And we all have a part to play. We all have gifts and talents. We can use that together to do amazing things. But the most important thing is that we are able to draw on God's power. So I encourage and I, I challenge all of us, whether you're young or old or anywhere in between, to get plugged into this amazing power that Paul is talking about. Paul's not even discouraged he's in prison, right? And he's writing to people who are facing all kinds of challenge and adversity, and, and we do too. And Paul was really writing to us, you know? The truth is, if Paul wasn't in prison, he never would have wrote this letter. You and I wouldn't be able to encourage from that today. So today, my encouragement to all of us is to get plugged into the power as well as enjoy the picnic later, okay, right? <laughs> Which is right, if we run out of food, we run out of power too, right? So let's, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this theme of stellar, shine Jesus' light. And we know the only way that we can shine your light is to get plugged into your power. So today and every day, help us to, to pause at the beginning of the day, the end of the day, 
and even anywhere in between, and to just lean into your strength, to get plugged into that power through, through your word, Lord, through singing songs and through, and through prayer, Lord. But we know that more than anything else, you make that possible through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Amen.